to this week's episode of Concentrated, the podcast about all of the stuff we find cool and interesting as nerds of color. I am your host, Maria, and I am here with my co-host, Manira. Hey. Who just gave me a thumbs up because this is just the 15th attempt to get this show started. It's like um, four. And my other co-host, the reason that we've had to try this intro it was a million times. Smooth. The first one Eric. was Manira's fault because oh, she asked me gosh. about the movie Greenland. I politely apologize. Don't do that. And then right, I well, told you about talking. the movie Greenland. Well, and then I told you about a better movie, Night of the Comet. <laughs> We're not we're not talking about we're not talking about either of those. And then my nose got itchy. (laughs) Eric is a fucking mess as usual. Um, But this week, we're actually going to be doing our review of season two of The Mandalorian that wrapped this weekend. Uh, But before we get into that, it's time for Eric um, to give us a little bit of news. I recently had to talk myself out of buying the eight eight uh, disc vinyl collection. Why don't out. you? How much is it? It's like a hundred dollars. It's it's amazing though. I, it may Buy be something it. later on. Buy yeah. it. Buy it. <laughs> Buy it. But for now, let's do the news. We can talk about your purchasing habits yes. later. All right. I was just saying because she was singing the song. Shut up. All right. Um, I don't have a death. So yay. Thanks. Yay. Thank goodness that we don't have any deaths this week. I do have one death, but it's not a it's not a person, um, and it's related to our content last week uh, where we talked about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, it has gotten worse. Um, the, not not the game because the game again, like we it said, it's it's not on it's not finished, and that's the biggest issue. Um, Sony first were the first people to to announce that if you bought it on the PS four through the Sony uh, store, they are pulling it from the store and they are offering refunds if you bought it digitally. Uh, Microsoft followed suit about a day later. Um, and if you bought it on the Xbox One, I don't know if the deal applies for the Xbox One X or the um, the Series X, but if you bought it on the Xbox One, like you did, Maria, so you might want to look into I'm it. I'm getting my money back. Um, they are also offering refunds. Um, they just released a new patch for the game and I'm assuming it might fix it, but at, at this point it is... It's too little, too late, and people are now pissed. And the game. I don't is... think it fixes the patch of just shitty graphics for the older systems. Um, I, you know, if you if you're playing it on one of the new gen systems, I'd say keep it and work for the patches because the patches. Yeah, that, that's what I plan on doing. I'm not. But... I'm not going to get the refund because I do enjoy the game. I do feel bad about people with uh, with last gen consoles yeah. or people with with you know not great PCs. It's it's yep. fucked up, but they they brought it on themselves. They should have known that the game was not ready. I have a question for the class. Sure? Yes. Has this ever happened before? Not in not this console. So, like there have been games that have come out where like a day one thing will screw it up. Most, excuse me, most games now when they come out, there will be a day one patch because usually the the gap from going gold, which is when they complete a game and they're ready to, to push out to stores. That's when they print the disc if you're still buying it on disc or they push it to like the game stores for pre-download. Mm-hmm. Usually it's close to a month. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. This game was delayed about an extra month because it was supposed to come out in November, but it was originally supposed to come out back in April. Um, usually there's a, fr- a day one patch for most games nowadays right. and it, it'll fix something like something that they couldn't test. Like maybe they didn't yeah, test yeah, enough yeah, stress loads, stuff like that. But, but let's be honest though. A day this one is patch, more than a day one patch. Yeah. A day one patch is incredibly common. Them straight up offering refunds huh? because of yeah. the complaints. I've never seen this before. No, I've never seen this before. Um, the only thing that I've seen similar was like um, EA 
offering that like they took out they got a, a lot of backlash for like microtransactions in games like um, star wars battlefront and things like that and those like instituted big changes within the first week but no one was like getting straight up refunded because the game worked it was just a right. feature of the game was not fair correct never never in my time being a gamer have i seen them straight up be like Hey, we've got so many complaints about this game sucking for a certain segment of the of the um, the demographic that we're going to give flat out refunds. I've never seen that before. Yeah, the biggest problem there being is that yeah, it plays all right on next gen systems, but a no one you know I don't know if you noticed there's a pandemic going on. People are going broke. People are losing their homes and their jobs. Not a lot of people have enough money to spend for one of the two five hundred plus dollar systems that just came right. out. And right. if they do. There's a shortage of them because they're not being made as fast because they don't have people in factories working to make them. And it's yep. just tough to get your hands on one of those. So yeah. if you're like one of the people that have one of the systems that's been out for the last seven years or the, of the console generation since 2013, you're probably going to get it on that. Or if mm -hmm. you don't have, you know, $900 to $1,000 to drop on a, on a PC video card or the latest PC specs. So, yeah, a, a, good, a good amount of people are buying it on the Xbox One or the PS4. Mm -hmm. Or the uh, the Stadia, which I haven't heard if the Stadia is having these issues because the Stadia basically runs PC. I actually have service. not heard anything about this game on Stadia. So yeah. I considered getting it on Stadia, but I'd already pre-ordered on um, on the Xbox Series X, and I wasn't gonna like buy it twice because right as the Stadia is a cool thing, but they do charge full ass price for AAA games, so I don't want to drop another sixty dollars on a game. Yep. So that's that's the big news out of, uh, out of <clears throat> and Microsoft. They are offering refunds. CD Projekt Red has basically been on an apology tour for the last week. Um, so we're not sure where that's going to go, but uh, I'm sure it's going to keep Cyberpunk off of a lot of like best of the year lists. And my understanding too is that the main reason that they're pushing for the refund is the discrepancy between console experience, not any yeah. of the other things. No. Um, so for our listeners, I just want to make sure for our listeners and for our viewers, I want to make sure that people understand that there is nothing wrong with the game if you're playing it on a new gen system. And that's not why they're pulling it because the game is somehow terrible. They're pulling it and they're giving refunds because people are really upset about the degradation and quality of play between the two systems, not the you know transphobic issues that some folks had and um other issues oh yeah no they wouldn't have pulled it for that they might have updated it later via patch mm -hmm. but that was the other issue they oh also um thanks for that um our producer just pointed out that there are some reports that some people can't play on 4k the 4k on stadia and it'll only work in 1080p is that well? I know the Stadia itself offers like Stadia Pro, like Microsoft Xbox Live, or whatever, where they offer 4K gaming, but you have to pay extra for it. Um, mm -hmm. If it didn't work, even if you have the Pro or whatever, and it didn't work in 4K, that's a whole other issue. Which I'm assuming that is the case going on because um, Stadia just pushed that, like they were giving away free Stadias if you signed up for like a month of Pro. But right. if it's not working there, that's a whole other issue. And that's crazy. Yeah, like mm -hmm. playing the game in 4K as opposed to playing it in 1080p is a world of difference. Mm -hmm. But again, the game is broken. The game is not done. So if you are lucky <clears> to <throat> get a refund and you think it's worth getting one, go for it. Yep. And also we did verify that that is the case, that even if you have the pro, it's it's still only playing in 1080p. Okay. Um, that's, that's a problem. That's bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, just kind of wrapping up this one, because I know you have some other stories, but I'll be very curious to see how the studio survives this. I mean, they have to survive it, I'm sure. But man, this is big. It's yeah. bad. It's mm-hmm. bad for them. Yeah. It's bad for their brand. It's bad for, you know, all their advertisers. This is this is 100% bad all around. Yeah. So there's that. Wow. Hopefully you don't uh, open up your Christmas present and find a, a disc version of it because. Yikes. You well Could you imagine? Well, you shouldn't be buying it for a little Timmy anyway, because this game is rated to end for sure. You can pick a dick, y'all. It's not for kids. Yeah. <laughs> let's just, let's just, let's just put that out there. Like this is not for kids. <sighs> All right. And as Sorry we expressed that. on the last episode, picking that dick is not a very satisfying experience. It's no. not. I was so disappointed in my dick picking selection. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving along. Uh, we'll talk about more dicks though. Uh, preferably uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. Tom Cruise, a video came out this week. Well, audio came out this week, and people have basically confirmed it's Tom Cruise yelling at the crew of his latest film, Mission Impossible 7, which is filming in England. And apparently some of the crew broke quarantine and um, put the, the rest of the crew in danger. And there's this like two minute clip of Tom Cruise basically going the fuck off, yelling about how, you know, people's lives are at stake. People's uh, livelihoods are at stake. Here's the thing. He's 100% right. Yeah, yeah I'm about to say, it sounds to me like for once Tom Cruise was yelling about something that he should be yelling about. It kind of sounds like that that clip from Tropic Thunder when he plays Les Grossman and he's just yelling. It's like that, but only this time it actually makes sense. Yeah. Um, he's being a dick, but he's 100% right. But at the same time, um, and I know you guys are going to give me shit about it. Ava DuVernay mentioned that if, you know, while he is 100% right, if she is a black woman, would have done this. She'd be labeled difficult and bossy and a diva. And one thousand no million. It's very trillion. much. Yes. Yeah. You, it, your it girlfriend is, is very much right. It, it is coming from a place <laughs> of privilege. And Tom Cruise knows that. Yeah. It's your girlfriend is very right. Yeah. Um. So, well, yeah. Wait, if, if, what were we giving you shit for? That you because I mentioned girlfriend? Ava DuVernay. Well, I mean, you can't stop throwing her in your mouth. <laughs> she just comes falling out. We were talking about her earlier and you guys were like, oh, yeah, well, she's better than the other person that we mentioned who I'm not going to mention. But again, all right. Tom Cruise is a dick, but he's right. Oh, Watch you don't have to hands. spare her feelings now. Now that you're on the podcast, you don't have to spare her right. feelings. We're, we're all good here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, he, he makes a lot of points. Basically, you know, hey, people's livelihoods are at stake because a lot of movies are not filming right now because they don't have right. the budget to to afford right. COVID testing. And these people are getting tested like every two or three days. Mm-hmm. So for them to go out and just kind of willy nilly. It was glo- grossly negligent, especially in the UK where they're talking about they have an entirely new strain of the virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they're talking about like shutting down their borders, like other countries in, in the EU are already like, yeah, nah, no flights, no trains, mm-hmm. nothing into into mm-hmm. the UK right now. So, I mean, not that it didn't matter before, but I think that especially in the UK, it's even that much more prevalent. So yeah. like good for him for making a fuss about it, but we can't miss the point that he's he, he's in a place of privilege to do yeah. it because mm-hmm. if anybody that looked like the four people on the screen right now did that you already know yeah i'd probably be shot yeah no Yikes. definitely yeah, yeah. Pew, pew. Mm-hmm. big man you go down um you want to talk some more controversy sure always all right um 
I'm sorry, my phone corrected, auto-corrected the name because it's a fucking racist-ass phone. Um, <laughs> I want to say Simu. a racist phone? <laughs> Simu Liu, who is playing Shang-Chi in the Marvel film Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. My phone corrected his name to Similar Liu. Oh, no. Like, uh, um, he is in a little bit of hot water. Not so much hot water, like... All right, people are accusing him of being a sellout because A, um, two years ago, he wrote a tweet about Mark Wahlberg. And as we all know, well, hopefully we all know, Mark Wahlberg was accused of beating two Vietnamese men quite badly. One went blind in one eye. Um, He basically called him out in a tweet two years ago. Mm -hmm. Now that tweet suddenly disappeared and people called uh, Mr. Liu out on it, basically saying, hey, why did you delete the tweet? Um, he replied with a tweet bang, say, basically saying, oh, yeah, I know the tweet's gone. Um, I deleted it in an effort to basically, you know, be progressive and want to mm-hmm. talk to Mark Wahlberg about it. Mm-hmm. And people were like, OK, that sounds like bullshit. Come a couple hours later, people were like, oh, it is bullshit. You deleted it because you are in a new movie with Mark Wahlberg coming up soon. Um, well, OK, I don't actually know that it's bullshit because you all weren't anywhere near him when he decided to do the tweet to when or if he ever met Mark Wahlberg and sat and talked to him. You don't know whether that tweet is bullshit or not. I don't. I'm just going by the people. No, no, no. I No, I don't mean you. I mean the people that are angry. Like those people that are angry. Okay. Okay. Here's here's the exact tweet from from Simu Liu. Um, So I think it's pretty obvious why I would delete a tweet like this. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to set the stage to have progressive conversations and Mm -hmm. take positive action instead of just hurling stones. I understand the anger, but I don't appreciate the immediate hostility and harassment. That is fair. Also, don't fuck up my bag. Don't fuck up my Disney bag. Yeah. That's Don't fuck basically up my what, Disney Marvel bag. That's basically what people are are accusing him of that you you should have just said you're doing it for the bag. No, he should have said exactly what he said. Sorry, yeah. not fucking sorry. You right. all stand stand with for what you believe. He's going to do what he wants to do. I don't think it's a problem. It's another double that. standard. Nobody comes after people, you know, that are already problematic and make right. them, you know, if he was a white celebrity, they'd just be like, oh, yeah, you know, money. If he was oh. Mark Wahlberg, well, they would have. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm looking at a little bit more kind of digging deeper into his comments. And he literally said, quote, I deleted a couple of tweets I made regarding the past actions of one of my co-stars as a gesture of professionalism and to open up the door to progressive conversations and hopefully positive change. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, obviously it'd be pretty weird to go to work with that tweet still up. I meant what I said in the moment. I was very angry hearing about what happened, but that doesn't mean I don't think there's room to grow and work together to find an opportunity to educate and do some good, which I'm excited to do in addition to shooting the movie. Progressive discussion will lead to dialogue and dialogue will lead to action. I don't have a problem with it. I have no problem with this. But again, I'm not Asian. So well, Okay, well, no no no. Let's let's go let's go this far. Well, I know the, in the... the past I have tweeted some things about people both not professionally. I've never really tweeted too much Do about You have work. beef with Mark Wahlberg too? I mean, I mean, yeah, but here's the thing. Like I have tweeted things and then later when I've had the opportunity to learn more about that situation, either gone back and deleted said tweet or made another comment to update what I believe today. Maria, the what tweets with- are in your closet that are going to come back and haunt us? 
No, well, most of my tweets these days. You hesitated, <laughs> madam. You hesitated. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, literally, damn near one hundred percent of my tweets are about MMA. I use my Twitter primarily for MMA, um, and I really don't. I mean, I say some controversial things, but not. Like, I'm don't not like, oh, bag for us. Like, I'm never like, oh, such and such is a fat turd. Like, I don't know. Like, I would fat turd mess up our bag. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, if I wrote reason, GDT is a fat turd and then he was interested in coming on our show. That would just be my rude. tweet from. That would be that would be rude. the man is the man is, you know, he has some weight fluctuations. Right, that, has that would be do with his artistic integrity. Listen, my fluffy ass has no room to call anybody else fat. Right. But I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying, but I do if, it no. if for some reason. We run into Ava DuVernay at a con or something. And she's like, oh, I wanted to be on your show. And then I read your sister's tweets. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I guess I got to kill her now to prove prove your love and loyalty. Yeah, Yeah, I just, I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. The the tweet that he originally sent out, I I will quote it for you now. Uh, Let me get this straight. Mark Wahlberg beat a helpless Vietnamese man with a stick until he passed out when he was 16 and is attempting to get the courts to grant him an unofficial pardon on the basis that he has turned his life around. That was uh, was Simo's uh, original tweet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's just basically a question. Yeah, yes. because he he put it out in the time that he put it out. Mark Wahlberg had appealed to I think the what was it Boston the, to the a judge in Boston yep. basically yeah. to erase it from his record. Yo, that tweet wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, it, it was not. It really wasn't. And also, I mean, you know, for for our listeners who have not had a lot of experience with the legal system, you fairness, must be white. Well, well, that too. But in fairness to Mark to Mark Wahlberg, what he was asking, thousands of people do every single day, and very few get approved. Right, and ve- like it's not uncommon for somebody to say, "I did this thing w- b- under the age of eighteen, and I'd like to get it expunged Punch, from my please. record." Yeah. like that's why there's a whole ass process for it. So if people were really upset about the nature of the crime, which they should have been. Mm-hmm. I get it. But be upset about the nature of the crime. Don't be upset about him asking, you know, mm-hmm. 20, damn near 20 years later to have it expunged. People do that all of the time. Now, but also, don't get in this man's business about him clearing a tweet that was very kindergarten. I thought it was something blasphemy and no, it no, wasn't at no. all. <laughs> it wasn't at all. No, it wasn't. I, I mean, again, <sighs> it feels like people are just trying to cancel him for the sake of canceling him. Like, yes, the man is barely he hasn't even cashed the check yet. The movie ain't out yet. Damn. Cut well, some right. slack. No, I mean, we cut white men a whole bunch of slack. This Asian man could do whatever he wants. Sorry. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. We have seen way worse tweets, way worse everything. It's, from it's the same plenty double of white stars where, in Hollywood. Yeah, let this man have to be held to a higher standard. Live. Yeah, right. This hot man needs to do what this hot man wants to. If mm. he wants to put milk toast tweets away, let him do that. If he wants to be friends with this white bat man, let him do that. He's hot. You know there are. You know hot people do what hot people want to do. Let this he hot just, man live. They live in the bubble. Right. Us ugly asses, us Ugmos don't live in the bubble. He lives oh. in the bubble. Let him be. Listen, I'm not ugly. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you you call who you want to call. I mean, listen, I don't live in that bubble. Also, just on the side before we move to next story, Manira, you need to go check out some of these shirtless pictures of uh, Mr. Lou online. All right, Eric, uh, continue. Don't mind if I do. 
Um, my last thing was that while the rest of us uh, Americans on lockdown have to wait until Friday to see it, Wonder Woman 1984 opened up overseas in theaters, um, okay. in particular in China. Uh, the problem it is not doing well. Um, so far, it has been out since Friday, and it has only made thirty-eight point five million. Now, is it overseas? Is it not doing well because there's something wrong with the movie, or is it not doing well because even though movie theaters are open in China, people right. aren't going out yeah, to the fucking like, movies? I think it's of more COVID. so people aren't going to the movies. That's um, fair. If they were smart, like it, let's see, it opened eighteen million in China, and then a couple of other spots where it opened up. A total, uh, it is at thirty-eight point five million. Don't worry. Friday yeah, soon. I was going to say, it, it's, it's a $200 million sequel. And HBO Max, HBO smartly, uh, a couple weeks ago, knowing that they were putting this on, um, on HBO Max Christmas Day, they disabled uh, free trials. So if you want it, you got to pay for at least a month of HBO Max. <laughs> I paid for a month of HBO yeah, Max. Yeah, I renewed my HBO Max. I'm down for this. So my mom. It's going to be. Oh, shit. I guess I need to, I need to update mine. It's going to be in 4K on HBO Max, so I will be watching it yeah, on I'm my good with it. New big ass TV. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I can't yeah. wait. Maybe I'll come to your house and watch it on your big ass TV, too. Go for it. I ju- I've, I've read a couple of reviews and everybody's saying how good it is. There's always, you know, one it's or two beautiful. haters. beautiful. Yeah, they also released the first, uh, the intro to the movie. Like, the, it's with young Diana doing, like, games on Themyscira. It's and it looks so great. cute. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So excited. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. Again. So don't let the uh, don't let the opening numbers fool you. This isn't Tenet. Um, Tenet basically at this point has been considered a loss. I gotta watch that still. I it's still really haven't seen people, it. it. It again, like any Christopher Nolan movie, there's gonna be you know haters. Lo- it's a love or a hate thing. I think it was just a little too overhyped. I think that if they just let it come out, it probably would have done better. It would have done you better I mean? had then, Christopher then Nolan not basically. Not been a dick. Well, not so much being a dick. He he was being an overzealous white man thinking that he was the savior of cinema when there was still a very yeah. large problem going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yes, I myself love the cinema and, and risked it to go out and see it. And I enjoyed it personally. But at the same time, like, you're not Jesus of the cinema. Like, you're not going to save the world with one movie. Nope. So hopefully uh, with people getting officially vaccinated now, maybe by the summer we start getting those summer blockbuster back you know, where we can actually go to a theater. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know how confident I feel about the vaccines now, knowing that there's already another strand that this vaccine was not prepared for. Just saying. It's basically a mutation of the same strand. And it's basically, it doesn't change the lethality of it. It changes the, the contagious, uh, the, the, what is it? The contagion of it. So like people are more susceptible to it. As opposed to the previous version. Okay, but the current the vaccine should. Will, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're then. saying the, the current vaccine will also take care of it because it's it's not like it's COVID twenty. And that's been COVID talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Eric, you got any other news stories? That's it. All right, that let's, was good. Yeah, that was good. Thanks, Eric. Let's get into it. Manera clearly loves the Mandalorian music. Um, so we've wrapped season two of the Mandalorian. Um, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong. They haven't already confirmed that there will be a season three, correct? 
Um, I mean, as much money as this makes for Disney, yeah, they're definitely going to make a season three. Not just a season three. They, as we talked about last week, they announced nine new Star Wars properties. Well, see, but here's okay. Technically ten. Well, see, that's okay. So, so I think here's where we start. When we first heard of the Mandalorian, what now seems like forever ago, right? Do you Mm. remember a world before the Mandalorian? Um, It it was definitely. it 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 was late 2018. Yeah, and Back we in were in a more hopeful time. In a more hopeful time. Stop looking looking wistfully. <laughs> but, Remember but we when were... we could go places and like if they would have been like if they would have been like, oh, Mandalorian season two premiering in theaters, my ass would have been there seeing yeah. it in theaters. Yep. Well, but here's the thing, but when it was originally introduced, it was definitely introduced as a limited series. Yes. And it doesn't seem Well, it, we didn't know a... that. They they never said limited series. They were just like first live action Star Wars series. I feel like they did. I feel like we were told originally it was a limited series. I want to stick with Maria only because, and I think that you're heading this way, the way that it ended this, this way that this, um, the final episode ended, I kind of, I kind of felt a certain way. Yeah. It it felt like there was some finality to it. Um, the child is with, well, Nah, fuck it. We're not even giving the spoiler alert. By the time like, you well, guys see or we, hear we, this, we it's Monday. Yeah, you've had the whole weekend. I right, get you should have seen it by hours. now. Right. But I mean, let's let's not start at the end. Let's you know, let's make our way there. What to do? Right. I begin. You guys are starting at the I last five minutes of the fucking show. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Sure. Suck are. it, Suck it Eric. <laughs> you, you want me to spoil all the shows? Selena Part Two not gonna end well. You're not sure if you know this. <laughs> Spoiling it for Dude. you. Do you want me to continue spoiling Greenland as I did before we started the episode? Oh my gosh. All right. So it, the the point that I was making a whole lot of people die. The point the the point that I was making was that coming into this season, I had a feeling like this would be the last season. Like how how long could you go? And then with Disney making the announcement of these other basically 10 shows that are coming, mm-hmm. I just don't see, especially with them announcing um, Cara Dune going off on the Rangers show. Wait, wait, wait. Have they announced that? I thought I thought Eric said that last week. Yeah, Rangers of the New Republic will include Cara Dune. Yeah. Um, well, basically what they announced was um, the Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka Tano, um, the Mandalorian, and I feel like there's one more, um, probably the one that they announced at the very end, but that one they said is a limited series, like um, like the Obi Wan. I'm of course talking. I'll skip ahead to the end. They announced the Book of Boba Fett, which will yeah. premiere in December 2021. They did not mention that during the original investor call. And they did because, not. Well, no. they didn't want to spoil the ending of, of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we that we will hold off on. But coming into this season, I was under the impression that there was a good chance this would be the last season. How far could they take this? Um, and I really wasn't sure it's what to they can take it forever. How far can they take in. it? How far could they take it that we would care? Okay, Let's, Ooh, here's, don't here's do the thing. that. All That's time. different. Where the Mandalorian picks up. Um, it's something like three to five years after the end of Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You have like a 20 year gap to fill that up until um, the Force Awakens and the Mandalorian; those are the only two things from that period. Like everything in between there that like came out between the '80s and '90s are now considered legends, and none of that counts anymore. So yeah. they have to fill all that space now. I'm not sure if they're going to fill it with the Mand. I mean, they can fill it with the Mandalorian, especially if they. Well, we'll get there. Um, so coming into the season, I wasn't quite sure what to expect. 
Um, I definitely wanted it to be great. There have, you know, there are people that absolutely love it. And there are Star Wars fans that are very disappointed with this show and do not like it. I don't personally. That? Right. Who the fuck is <laughs> listen, that? listen, go out on the interwebs. You would be surprised how many people actually hate the Mandalorian. They're there are a lot of stupid. There are a lot of people out there that do. Um, there are Lovely. people. Well, but there are people that don't appreciate basically it being made into a spaghetti Western don't appreciate how closely it kind of follows a lone wolf and cub model. Like That's there the are people part. star Wars follows the model of fucking Kurosawa. George Lucas himself said that Kurosawa was his major influence. Why are you yelling at me? Like I said, I don't because like you it. may be I mad. Telling me that that people there are people that don't like it. Don't be a fucking and toxic I told ass you star Wars. There are fan, people Eric. who are dumb. You shook his tree and he fell out, and now he's like, "What?" The fruits of anger have landed. <laughs> remember, remember that episode about toxic fandom, guys. This is this is an example of it right now. No. What Eric's doing. It's not um, toxic to think that people have bad opinions. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but there are there is a segment of the Star Wars fandom that does not like this show, and we um, don't fuck. With and them. if you if you no. don't believe me, you can go like I said, go look it on the interwebs. You can actually just go on YouTube and say you know hate Mandalorian, and you'll get a whole oh, bunch I'm, of videos sure. of people who absolutely hate this show. Some of the people legitimately hate it. Some of them are just trolling because people enjoy things, and of course, you can't have things that people enjoy without people fucking it up. Yeah. So so with that. Coming into this season, I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Um, and I didn't know what I wanted. And funny enough, I came in with no expectations. And I think it got a little slow. But I definitely, by the end, got what I wanted. Um, and also, thank you for confirming that our producer did confirm that season three was confirmed at the investors uh, meeting so we are getting another season yeah. um so with that let's let's get into it what do you guys think about this season of the mandalorian obviously picking up from what we discussed you know when the season started to now did it go in a direction that you expected did it not what what did you guys get from it i enjoyed every episode every episode was very enjoyable um as a casual star wars watcher mm -hmm. um this made me very happy every week because mm -hmm. even though there was some lore i didn't have to know it to enjoy myself mm -hmm. um and it made me a little bit interested in clone wars and like, if you if you did know the lore then you would have been freaking the fuck out like yeah I no ev i mean people everyone that did in, that i know that knew the lore was losing their minds but as someone who didn't i was just like well this is really cool this is the stuff that i would like to get into with star wars do i want to still be a part of that fandom no because good but this was this was all very enjoyable for me i loved seeing bo katan um, at the very end and the way that she was look, I'm going to then <laughs> at the very end when she's like staring at man um, at Din, like what Moth is saying is true, but I don't want to fight you. So how am I going to get my sword? There, there's definitely some unresolved conflict that they'll have to pick up in a third season because mm -hmm. that the, the history of the dark saber is expensive, uh, ex expansive. Mm -hmm. And like the, the way that, 
you have to get the dark. It's the elder one, y'all. Right. But (laughs) she's not going to fight like he's not going to fight her. He doesn't. He might not want to. But I have a feeling she'll do some fucked up shit like just to make him fight her. Bo-Katan has done. And and it's another reason why I would say maybe you want to check out Rebels because it is a great series. But like Bo-Katan has done some fucked up things in the name of Mandalore. And, oh, she uh, looks like she could get dirty. Yeah. And like she basically her sister was the, the princess of Mandalore, um, Satine Catan, mm-hmm. and Darth Maul killed her. Yeah. So like she's been trying to get like when Clone Wars ended, um, they had just taken back Mandalore from Darth Maul. But we have this gap of where the, the Darksaber was after the Clone Wars um, outside of where it was in Rebels um, when it was in the hands of um, Sabine Wren. Mm hmm. So we don't know where that goes. There's a lot of history to that saber. And if they want to go more into the history of Mandalore, I thought it was a great idea for them to like expand on Mandalorians from Mandalore. And the fact that uh, Din, AKA the Mandalorian is not from Mandalore. So it's fucked up to say, but he's essentially a brainwashed child soldier. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know the actual history of Mandalore, which is where the whole helmet thing comes in. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that he like when she said he was a zealot and slowly but surely you kind of see that he is kind of making his own what I I like them challenging him. Yeah. What he believes and what he'll stand for as a Mandalorian. I enjoy that immensely. Um, uh, Ahsoka Tana is fantastic. Yeah. Um, She's lovely. Rosario Dawson did a very good job um, just being Rosario Dawson and her interaction with Grogu. That episode. That, there was a lot in that episode. There was a lot in that episode. Um, Even so much of them and, calling it the Jedi. Right. And a lot of information that I, I know that is important, but I don't know it. But I know I was, that it was. Important. I was hoping they would have gotten that line off um, from Ahsoka Tano when because the, the term Jedi is plural to begin with. So they weren't talking about her because she is not a Jedi. Um, she never finished the Jedi Academy. And like one of her the last things she said to to what's the name before the final season of Clone Wars was that, you know, she she's not a Jedi. And she doesn't want to be because it, her going through the Jedi Academy through the the seven seasons of Clone Wars, like they fucked her over and she no longer trusts the Jedi Academy. And then everything that happens with Anakin kind of cements that. that. I enjoyed that episode. I didn't want to know about Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ooh. Ah, yeah. Then you got to watch I, Rebels. I want to know. Well, I, I mean, I, I guess I have to, cause I want, to, I will be watching the Ahsoka. Here, yeah. here's the thing yes. about Thrawn and Eric, you can correct well, me if you disagree. Um, Grand Admiral uh, Thrawn is a, a big thing, but like, he comes in in Rebels. Grand Admiral Thrawn is one of the few characters from the Star Wars Legends, which is like stuff from the books that came out after Return of the Jedi. That um, when that Disney can. bought Lucas Arts, they basically cut out all of that. But Grand Admiral Thrawn is one of the few characters that they brought back, and they brought him in in Rebels. Um, and he and is he he's is, an amazing bad guy. He is of the entire Star Wars universe. For me, he is one of the best villains. Like. Yeah. By far, he he's is one just... of those smart villains Ooh. that like studies everything. And like when they when they show him on Rebels, they do a really good job of like bringing it in from the books where like he doesn't just like he doesn't learn about his enemy. He learns about their culture. He learns mm-hmm. about like he, mm-hmm. he takes, you know, trinkets from from every culture that he kind of, you know, conquers. Mm-hmm. So he's a he's a very big villain. And if they were to bring him in in live action, I would be super excited. So, yeah, I want to do that. Um, the ending. I mean, uh, 
we knew that baby Yoda, I'm sorry, Grogu, Grogu was. Because that was a big thing us. to begin with. Like, we yeah, got a name. name. He has a name right. now. And he, the way that when he does, like, he knows. He's like a dog when you so call his name. He's like, Grogu. Hmm? It's so cute. Um, I mean, we were building up to him leaving. I knew that it was Luke. Um. Only because I was Were watching it with my boyfriend. No, no, no. Uh, I well, here's the thing. Okay, so because I was not spoiled, I I got up super early to watch it. Like I, I was gonna stay up until midnight to watch it, and then I remembered. I'm I thought old, that you did, and I fell asleep. But I like, was spoiled, and it still didn't matter. I got no. up at like eight in the morning, and I was like, I don't care what I do. I'm watching this first before the internet spoils it for me. Yeah, no, I wasn't spoiled. I watched it late Friday with my boyfriend. Um, we watched it in on Facetime, and. His like he had said when Grogu was on his little um on the um Jedi stone, he was like, Oh, I wish that it would be Ezra because he's a big Ezra fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he was like, Maybe, maybe that's who it is. And so when... I thought that would have been a cool thing because like the right. way Rebels ends with Ezra's fate kind of you don't know where he went. He's mm-hmm. with Thrawn, but you don't know right. how that went and it's been a while. So like I would have enjoyed seeing that as well. And the fact that he didn't get excited, but everything was really cool. I was like, okay, well, then it's not Ezra. But then, as everyone knows from last week, I love Rogue One. I've watched it entirely too many crimes, times. I've cried too many times. It, it's easily my favorite film outside of the original. Trilogy. Yeah, it's, it's right. amazing. But that hallway scene with Dark Vader. Mm-hmm. Luke got his own hallway scene. I was legit surprised because I was like, when they showed the single X-Wing coming up, I was like, uh, Luke Skywalker is the only person that flies his own X-Wing, but they wouldn't put Luke Skywalker in the TV show. And as soon as I saw that green lightsaber, I was like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. No way. He was fantastic, but I didn't think that it was Mark Hamill. I thought, like everyone else, that it was going to be Sebastian Stan because Mm -hmm. they do look similar and they both have the same chin. Yes. So then when he like lifts up a little bit, I screamed, is that Sebastian Stan? (laughs) And then the hood raised and I literally went, oh, my God, no, (laughs) and started you know, getting upset because I knew Gro- Grogu was going to go with them. It's yeah. Luke Skywalker. Like, why not? And then I got sad because I was like, well, I know what happened to all the little the little Jedi. The younglings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that went with him. Fuck Ben Solo. Like, did he kill Grogu? Uh, it depends. Like, Yoda's species. Again, we don't know their actual name, but the, like Yoda lived to be over 900 years old. So like a 50 year old Grogu is still legitimately a baby, if not yeah. a toddler. So he's Wait, got a was Yadel, to was Yadel older than Yoda? We don't know because she had like two scenes in The Phantom Menace and that's it. And everyone pretends like she doesn't exist. Well, she well, most definitely exists. Yeah. And like I was watching this whole like fan theory thing of somebody saying because there's so few in their species and Jedis aren't supposed to procreate, but they allow them to procreate if their species is endangered or what have you. Um, you think that- they got busy? So the the interwebs think they got busy. I don't. I don't. I feel like so. it's lazy to think. I that think that's just lazy because, writing. Just because Yoda and and what's your name uh, and Yaddle, Yaddle. 
Yeah, we're also Jedi. Like Yaddle? you act like if you have a whole species. Oh, because it's that same thing where like two coworkers can't mm-hmm. exist without wanting to fuck each other. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. That's I, like I saying that, that every was... human and every human male Jedi and human female Jedi want to fuck. Like get out of here. So one of the things that I want to um, do, I want to talk about a little bit. Um, is kind of some of the directing choices um, and what I felt about some of the episodes. Because while I thought that overall the season was great, there were a couple of episodes that were straight up misses for me. Some of them Um, felt like filler. Yeah. I think the one that did that the most was um, The Siege, which was the um, episode or chapter 12, which was um, directed by Carl Weathers, where they go back... Listen, Carl Weathers is not a director. It was a bad episode. Like, I love this show. That episode was bad. It was the the shot. The, the Oh, the one where they where he goes back to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have yes. to go to the cloning facility and get that little mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It felt like a filler episode. It felt like a backdoor pilot for that Rangers of the New Republic. It was because, a backdoor pilot. Yeah. In the end, um, what's her name? Uh, the, the dad from Kim's Convenience gives her the badge and she basically becomes a ranger. And I was like, oh, okay. I know it, where this is going. It was not good um, on on multiple levels. I think that a lot of the scenes were not shot well. I think that there were periods of time, like there's only but so many expressions that Gina Carano can manage. So when you leave the camera on her face for longer than five seconds, expecting the reaction to tell us, give us some insight into what she's thinking, it doesn't because so she's not, not a good actress. Watch, you're not going to watch this Ranger show? It depends on who else is on it. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's Rescue it's Rangers, Rangers Toronto, obviously. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I think of all of the episodes, that was by far the weakest for me. Well, you know, followed- the biggest problem with that episode is that it followed up the heiress where you yeah. where they revealed mm-hmm. Bo-Katan and the other yep. Mandalorians. And you had this big thing when she's like, at the end, hey, go find Ahsoka Tano. And they're like, oh, wait, but we got to make a stop first. Stop, yeah, right. we gotta make a stop. <laughs> also, I feel like a complete dodo bird because I didn't realize that the other Mandalorian that's hanging out with Bo-Katan is fucking Sasha Banks. Yeah. yeah. How, the wrestler. I, don't, I didn't know who she was to begin with. Looking like, at her, I kept looking at her like, why does she look familiar? Why do I know this face? I kept wondering who did that stupid braid that she has that like goes across the front of her face. She uh, did. Get out of here. <laughs> you like, leave under- Snoop Dogg's little cousin alone. I understand because of the helmet. Like, you know, it gives you not a lot of options when it comes to hairstyles, but like Maybe get a haircut. You know, Bo-Katan was like, I'm going to get this stupid little cut. And her, how much her hair find. is so derpy, but she nailed it. Like in real life, she <laughs> well, looks, that was the, the hair looks just as derpy as it does on the cartoon. It was well, perfect. yeah. And the, the one of the big things first for fans of the Clone Wars is that the actual actress, mm-hmm. um, Katie Sackhoff, who plays the voice of Bo-Katan, played the live action version. She was phenomenal. Really cool. She is phenomenal as Bo-Katan. Yeah. I just want to, but and I wondered why because like I, I I think I follow her YouTube channel and she was like getting in really good shape and I was like oh I bet they're gonna really bring her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I felt like that episode was a terrible follow up to the heiress and yeah. it was just bad. You, um, you like left us up here mm-hmm, and they were like, mm-hmm. mm. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I think it was a good idea though because it like it 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 let us like let our batteries cool down a little bit and they're like okay, all right, okay, all right. and then whoa, Ahsoka Tano. But here was here was the problem for me with them doing that there was a point I uh, as much as you guys love the Marshall I didn't 
It was like, meh. Um, and then the second episode that I thought was trash was The Passenger, um, which came Madam. right. I hate that Madam. episode. That was a bottle episode, if ever there was. It was not good. We got ice spiders like we were supposed to in Game of Thrones. Don't wah, do that. Wah, wah. Don't do that, madam. Wah. Don't do that. Listen. You don't season, like nice things. So this makes all this makes whatever. sense. You like I, trash. This I makes sense. struggled. I struggled with the I didn't struggle as much with the first episode because while I wasn't crazy about the Marshall, it wasn't a bad episode. It's just it wasn't my cup of tea, which is fine. Every season will have at least one episode that I'm like, meh. But then they followed up with the passenger. And I'm like, this is a complete waste of my fucking time. If this is where the season is going. a waste going, of my time. I'm going to be upset. Well, they had to, no, they no, had to build me, it up. Like, think about wait, the first two episodes out, of the first season. Hear me out. Hear me out, guys. So when I went into the third episode, The Heiress, which was amazing, I'm like, okay, we're back on track. We're good. And then they gave me that stupid um, siege episode. And I was like, this is bullshit. They better redeem it. And they did when we get to the lovely Ahsoka Tano. But that said, two weak ass episodes, Carl Weathers directed one, Peyton Reed directed the other, who is also supposed to be directing um, one of the, the spinoff shows, is he not? Yeah, Peyton Reed also uh, famously directed the, the two Ant-Man movies. He's right. a really good director. Um, also, well, he, but he, he wasn't only, a really good director with that fucking passenger episode. It was trash. Well, Adam, he also died, directed the the, the season finale, and that's where I was going to go. But he redeemed himself with that season finale because that was an excellent. Did he episode. redeem himself? I was going to say, there's also a, a lot of deep Star Wars trash cuts in that uh, in the passenger Madam, episode. You you stood up here. And in our faces, we're like, but New Mutants, you sit down for a while. Hey, hey, for a while. You, that movie is not as terrible as you would have Madam, been. Madam, I stand by my baby. Madam. Anyway. Okay, here's the thing. It's not terrible in the same way that the episode of The Passenger is not terrible. It's just extremely yes, forgettable. Yes, that's true, which is what made it the second worst episode to me. But that siege was actually yeah, the terrible. siege was legitimately a, a backdoor pilot it it was awful um so it's not like the season was without flaws but that said you followed up that garbage can of the siege Madam. with the day filoni directed episode of and the they Jedi. couldn't have given it to anybody better because they could not. is his character and it was amazing not, like, to mention, not just just the Sokotano, which is great. Uh, Rosario Dawson did a great mm -hmm. job, not only looking the part, but sounding like uh, actress uh, Ashley mm -hmm. Exton, who plays the voice of Sokotano, which fans were really mad because she didn't get the not um, unlike Katie Sackoff, who played the character in the cartoon and on the in the uh, live action. People wanted her to come in and play the live action version of Sokotano. But does mm -hmm. she look like Ahsoka? Because she Rosario does not. Dawson Rosario Dawson just like her. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, people will will say what they will, but Rosario Dawson has full lips, much like Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano doesn't look like a white woman in the face. Yeah, it does not. It's, it's the lips, and it's also like her. It's um, and eyes. her nose. Yeah, she also has a fuller nose. Yeah. Not to mention, it's probably a lot easier to turn a brown person orange than it is to turn a white person orange. It's very much making it very look stupid. Easy. Hmm. I mean, John Carter of Earth should have taken that, but Oof, yeah, no, but um, not just them. She did a great job, but also Michael Bean. Michael Bean shows up. Mm -hmm. He's fucking Michael Bean <laughs> and tries to do a draw with um Din, and Din was like, "Nope, right? Yeah. Right, we're right, we're not doing that." <laughs> Let me see Michael Bean, even if he's the bad guy and he shows up for like ten lines. 
It's Michael Bean. You can't go wrong. Done with him, like them taking him in and then him coming back like um, Bill Burr did. I, I will say I was not expecting them to bring Bill Burr back. I was happy they did, though. I really... out, of, out of all of them, I felt like he, you know, they should have given him more. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, he's the second person for that episode to come back because Richard Iowade came back as um, Zero, the robot, even for like three lines in the passenger mm-hmm. episode. I thought that he did. I, I really enjoyed his whole thing about the effects of war. Yeah, and like Operation were, Cinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's I, I a deep that cut for Star really Wars fans. Great. If you play um, Star Wars Battlefront Two, um, that's basically the operation where after Order sixty six, Palpatine, um, after Palpatine's death, they were like, "Hey, guess what? Uh, you guys don't want to follow the 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 Empire? Then we're just gonna rain fire on your planets. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys." Fun. Yeah, but uh, again, I didn't think like. They did that thing where they turn a bad guy good, and yeah. I was like, "While while he was the least bad of that group, yeah, I was yeah, like, he was I still didn't really need technically that. bad. I feel like he he could go and live in that village and turn that village around. Well, yeah, I do like that they that just village. left him on that. Yeah, they just left him on that planet. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, and and I just think that all the way around. Um, that was probably one of the strongest episodes of the season. Um, I liked that we got, uh, the hints on, um, bringing Grand Admiral Thrawn in the mix, uh, at some point, whether it's on this show or which will probably be on Ahsoka's show, um, yeah, that was another backdoor pilot. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but it was lovely. But it was done it was well. a good one, right? Like, like that's <laughs> yeah, it was the done difference. better than the other one. Like, the difference between that episode and The Siege is that the Jedi actually makes me look forward to whatever this is a backdoor pilot for. The Siege left me wondering, number one, what? I, I know they're trying to shop something to me, but what are they trying to shop? Gina Carano. Oh, and, oh, I don't want it because this looks like trash. <laughs> well. Gina Did you keep your receipt? Because mm-hmm. it's if not, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Microsoft's going to give you a refund on that. No. Yeah, I, I also thought that um, the fight between um, Morgan Elsbeth and Ahsoka Tano was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the fact that, quite honestly, they didn't go too crazy with the effects, and they well, kept no, it to they, like they a straight. It, yeah. Well, the the actress, um, what's her name, Diana Diana Lee Ina, Inosato. Inosato. Yeah, she is a professional stunt woman, and she's done stunts for tons of amazing movies. And she is like that makes legit sense. badass. Mm-hmm. Her stance kind of read like you know I'm a badass. Yeah, Listen. it wasn't it wasn't like you know Rosario Dawson where they you know from behind they get a different stunt woman. Right. But, no, she was legit doing all that shit, and she was fucking badass. Everything about how that fight was shot was beautiful um and i think that one of the overarching things and we haven't even gotten into the last episode because there was so much to unpack there but one of the things that i felt that we got to see a lot this season was really really strong female characters Mm -hmm. um and them highlighting these really strong female characters they do a big thing of that in the last episode Oh, oh my gosh. But I'm not thinking my so head was excited. from the boys talking about uh what is it, girls getting it done? Right, but not in a <laughs> cheesy way. Like yeah. it wasn't was cheesy. Like, Boba, get out of here. We got this. Mando, you do what you're supposed to do. We got this. No worries. Speaking mm-hmm. of, yeah. you know, episode seven, the believer. I mean not the believer, the tragedy, episode mm-hmm. six after the Jedi, like when he takes Grogu. 
Huh, yeah, he takes Grogu to to the Jedi Temple, and he's like, "Hey, put him on there." And then Boba Fett just shows up. He's like, "Hey, yep. bro, my armor, bro." <laughs> and directed by Robert Rodriguez, so kind of surprised me. I, I thought that the action sequences were very well done. They were very toned down for Robert Rodriguez, and that's what mm-hmm. I was going to say. Afterwards, when I saw who directed it, I was like, "Wait, what? Did somebody like sure, give him a zanny or something?" I'm pretty sure because... Dave Filoni and John Favreau were like, "Bro." chill we do yeah. all this inside like <laughs> yeah because there were, there were no like titty cannons like there was not a lot of the craziness mm. you normally well get. they did give you some fun new boba fett weapons like he has knee rockets um and things like that and just the reveal of boba fett in this new like his new outfit looks pretty badass and then the episode after he apparently him. goes and painted gets it, it and repainted. stuff yeah I... but he leaves the dent Here's here's the thing about Boba Fett to me. In the past, I felt that he has been one of the most overrated characters oh, in yeah, all absolutely of Star Wars is. canon. Like, by far. I loved well, the Well, as fact far as that... the movie, they gave him kind of this yeah. big redemption arc in Legends. And I'm hoping in the Book of Boba Fett, which is the mm-hmm. new show miniseries, like, they go through... If they do anything similar to how he survived the Sarlacc pit in those books, which is basically how he he kind of gets a telepathic connection to somebody in the Sarlacc pit and he's able to blast his way out, I would take that or basically show us how the the crate dragon basically ate its way through the Sarlacc pit and he got out that way, which explains all the scarring and whatnot. But mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I I just think that the the two episodes that he was primarily in with um with the tragedy and the believer. I mean, he you see him in in the rescue, but not as not he's not as big of a deal there, obviously, because you know girls get it done. He basically um, just drops them off. He's like, right. all right, guys, call <laughs> all right, me when kids, you need me right back. Right, <laughs> let me know when you're done shopping. Let me know, um, bruv. I'll pick you up. All right. I think that they did a really fantastic job mm-hmm. of making me as a longtime Star Wars fan become reinterested in that character. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like the exchange that he has with Bo-Katan and uh, Sasha Banks. I, I can never remember her character's name, but the exchange about him being a clone. A real Mandalorian. And, and yeah, real. Like, I did like all the of fact that was that so well done. The line where she's like, I don't know you, but I heard your voice, voice a million times because times. all of the clones are from Jango Fett and they mm-hmm. all have the same voice and the same face, the mm-hmm. same face. Mm-hmm. He is the, the only difference about him is that he was raised naturally and he grew up at the normal age where all the clones were were aged up to be mm-hmm. ready to fight. So I thought that was a good touch, not just to the Clone Wars, but just like to the character of Boba Fett in general. Absolutely. Again, they made Boba interesting where yeah. he stopped being interesting a very long time ago. So I, I Well, it's because he got kicked off of a ship by a blind man. Yeah. And he fell did. into the Sarlacc pit. Fair. Um, but but that said though. Which then makes it crazy that people have basically so like much fetishized this character yeah. who dies. Um, well, well like, or we thought he was dead. We all know? knew he was alive based on on the books, but like it's what they attempted to do with Captain Phasma, but they didn't go into like anything. Like they had the comic book, which was great, but then like after the Last Jedi, they were just like, all right, well, we're gonna kill her off now. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming J.J. Abrams was like, nope, she's dead. I don't feel like bringing her into my third movie. So uh, whatever. Have fun, Kristen or Gwendolyn. That's so ridiculous. But I digress. I think that that was done really, really well. Um, and, you know, again, Peyton Reed kind of redeemed himself for me with that last episode. Um, so I, I think we're at a point where we can because they brought in fucking dark troopers. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they <laughs> that was a lot. Them. Yeah. The dark troopers were, have been in like the old video games, like mm -hmm. um, what's the the dark dark um, crystal? No, no, no. They had um a bunch of old PC games. I'm helping. Don't on... do that. I'm helping. <laughs> dark forces. That's one of the first games where you see the dark troopers. But like you can even tell, and they even mention it in the thing. He was like, "Yeah, they're not suits of armor anymore. They are full on robots." Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is the natural progression. And I was like, "Yeah." Plus, Grand uh, uh, Moff Gideon, so fucking badass. Oh, not against the Red Viper though. Get out of here. Listen. I got worried, and then I was like, "What are you worried for? It it's Oberyn. Stop it. You know what he does. He's yeah. fantastic." Listen. <laughs> They all of the fight sequences in yes. that last episode were fantastic. Um, the whole girls get it done vibe. I know that there are gonna be fanboys out there that hated that shit. Fuck you. It was great. It was well. I was gonna say they it was even really cool. Like they they jumped off the side so the, the, the troopers didn't mm -hmm. know who they were there. Mm -hmm. And like, oh no, we're trapped. And then the other two Mandalorians fucking jetpack up and blast them. It's like that's just smart. And it, it was, was kind of awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but you know that there will be fanboys. Notice I keep saying fanboys who are going to be upset that you had pretty much 30, 30 to 40 percent of this episode, us following the ladies getting shit done. Well, then I will pull their fucking nerd card and tell them if they don't enjoy it, they didn't love the Clone Wars and they can fuck right off because Bo Katan is a major character in that series. Eat my balls. That shit was awesome. It was just militarily well done. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and I thought because they're Mandalorian, that's what the fuck they do. They yeah. fuck shit up. Well, I mean, but also you can't sleep on the other two either because they were Ming Na yeah. went wrecking. in. She was I am excited. Woo! I hope she wrecking shows up shit. in Rangers of the New Republic. And a, uh, they also confirmed um, in the Bad Batch, her character shows up. So I'm hoping she does the voice. Yeah. Ooh. I'm excited to see my um, space Mulan. I, I love her. <laughs> she, she's Mulan. getting all the Disney money. She is. She is she's Mulan. She was in Agents of the Shield. And now mm -hmm. she's in The Mandalorian and all these other shit. Get your money. And, and not, to, so not to badass. mention, like, she's a 50-plus-year-old woman. She There's is? not many action roles for women that age uh, outside of Michelle Yeoh. Hold on. Yeah. But, but also, though, did you see her? Like, she's a 50-year-old woman out she there. She threw that leg up. Yeah. <laughs> make it, make it Gina Carano look stupid. Let's just She really honest. did. She really, like, she was like, my gun's jammed. And I'm like, get out of here before I shoot you. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, now that we've kind of gone through the season, now let's talk about it. Right? Luke comes. Yeah, he when everything everything seems lost, you know, everything seems Deus lost. Ex Machina, Luke Skywalker shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> now, the hallway scene, it is badass. It is not Vader Rogue One badass though, and I appreciate it that they didn't make it. It's better. kind of badass that way. Like he pulls some Vader moves, and you he can does. Tell, he does. You know, he shows up in the outfit that he wore at the end of uh, Return mm -hmm. of the Jedi, the all black, and he's just badass with his cloak. Yes, yes, yes. But it's he still straight up not... crushes shit with the Force, and yeah. But he crushed one. He he should have been crushing more. But I digress. I think that what I enjoyed about it was they gave him that badassery without taking away 
from what Vader did in Rogue One so that you can actually be like, holy shit, he's fucking going ham. But at the same time, oh, but it's still not Vader. Like, yeah. I like the fact that it wasn't almost like a legit one for one, like they did the exact same things and it was just as badass because it wasn't. It was very badass. And it was probably one of the most badass moments on the show. Also, Manira, still not um, more badass than Vader. If you want to look it up, uh, the actor is named Max Lloyd Jones. He was the double for Luke Skywalker. He has the same chin. So Does he? Him, Sebastian Stan, and yeah. Mark Hamill. They got They've that, all got that, the chin. They all got <laughs> that butt chin. Yeah. But you know that there are actually a lot of people that are upset that they didn't have Sebastian Stan do it and instead decided to go with the CG. And I'm like, nah, I'm good with it. I'm no. good with it. I would have been fine had they, if they were going to like legit make this a, a, a you know a spinoff and spinoff to luke skywalker young luke skywalker yes recast it like they did with solo um and there are people that look just like mark hamill mm -hmm. but if this is just going to be a quick thing and he shows up once or twice and you know you film him from afar so he's kind of you know completely I'm perfectly okay with fine. it the, yeah. the technology's come a lot way a long way it doesn't look like uh, tron legacy anymore and even then that looked okay for its time mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. people just want uh, uh, as i mentioned to you guys earlier if you didn't know that that wasn't Mark Hamill, you wouldn't be able to tell them. Like, if you didn't know Mark Hamill was 60 plus years old, yeah, you'd be like, oh, okay, this guy, like, if you've never seen Star Wars, you'd be like, oh, this guy's a badass. I want to see more of him. Mm -hmm. Okay, go back 40 years. Yeah. Um, but it's and the he same was kind thing of a like, bitch 40 years ago. Let's be yeah. honest. And again, this is like three to five years after the end of Return of the right. Jedi, where he's been able to actually hone his craft and be a badass and connect with the force and like get up to that point where in The Last Jedi, he's projecting himself across the fucking galaxy and still being a badass. So bad. This is the this is the Luke Skywalker that 10 year old Eric and every other fucking dork ass Star Wars fan wanted after yes. Return of the Jedi. And yes. we never really got. We did not. Outside of the books. Yep. Yep. So I think that um, with that, let's talk a little bit before we wrap. Also, Mark um, Hamill came back and did the voice. So that was great. That was, uh, yeah, mm. I was very happy that it was his voice and not insert random. Because they, they do sound alikes all the time, like mm -hmm. especially for like the, the Lego Star Wars movies and stuff like that. He yeah. would come back. I don't yeah. see why he wouldn't. No, he's not one of those people. He's not like Harrison Ford where he was like, I only did it because they told me they'd kill me off. I hate I hate the fandom and I hate everyone because I'm an old Henri old man. Like <laughs> well, Mark okay. Mark Hamill is a very nice man and he mm -hmm. enjoys the fans as long as they're not shitbags. Yeah. So let's let's kind of wrap up. We I think we're all in agreement that the season was fantastic. Um, I think that we're generally excited about the way the the direction that the new Disney Star Wars universe is going. Um, I'm with, I'm a little cautiously optimistic. Like I think sometimes they can do too much of a good thing mm -hmm. so like, i like that it was just the mandalorian for a solid year and that's what everybody was eating up mm -hmm. any any little little table you know table scraps of mandalorian we were happy with so where do you think the show goes in season three i have a feeling that there has to be a time jump like give me a couple years and then we can go get grogu back and maybe he's you know an inch or two taller and they can have somebody do mocap for him instead of playing by puppet um, but I've make, gotta get another. I've gotta get another Grogu. Make make Grogu a little <laughs> badass. Make him He's a little not young be Jedi. A child forever. No, basically put him to the same point where like Ahsoka Tano was when we meet him at the beginning of the Clone Wars show. But he's you know, so like cute. A, a young teenager. Or at least Grogu. have him talking. Can we just? Can yeah. we just be there? He needs to talk. Because listen, I understand that Yoda was like nine hundred plus, and clearly he spoke. But at fifty, he ain't learned no words yet. <laughs> 
You filthy. I love, I love the coos. I don't need any talking. I would say even Yoda talked a little weird for his age. English isn't his <laughs> first language. God. Okay. So here's where I would hope they go. I was completely okay with Grogu leaving with Luke because mm. as adorable and as much as I love him, they went don't a little- Don't sound like you love him. They went a little overboard with just the shots of his cuteness. Madam, I ate uh, every one of those shots. Listen, <laughs> it is the equivalent of when your friends have babies Don't and all this. of a sudden every single thing Don't you see this. is the baby. Uh, that baby is the reason we have nine new Star Wars. Listen, War, ten new Star I Wars love properties. the baby. <laughs> I want to. I want to hug the baby. But sometimes I like to see a picture of something that's not the baby. Is that okay? Like, no, my baby's you, adorable. Why, what do why you don't mean? You show me what you cooked for dinner Look last night. Look how cute my baby listen, is. Listen, <laughs> show me what you cooked for dinner last night, and then you can show me the cute picture of the baby wearing what you cooked for dinner. But nope, let's not just I'm gonna jump show straight you. to the cute yeah. picture. Why I'm going to show you, you the baby. Right. I'm going to show you the baby cooking food. Right. Okay, so so first off, listeners and viewers, I have on my Star Wars hoodie because it's cold. And underneath it, you know what I'm wearing? My Groku t-shirt. So I don't hate the baby. I love him. You sound I like just you need, hate him. I just need less of him on my screen. You sound like, like you hate him It a would lot, be the though. equivalent of every time you guys, I sent you guys anything online, it was just pictures of my adorable little puppy. Like y'all get like tired him, of though. seeing Zazie. If everything was like, look at what Zazie's doing today. You'd get tired of it. But you sound like you hate him. I don't want to get tired of him. I could never get tired of that face. Look at that look face. At that look at him face. hold his little mouth. Uh, know, look at I him. Know, it's so cute. It's so Those cute. big eyes. And Eric, you're telling him, him you hate him. Look at I him. He's so cute. God, he's cute. I love he's him. So cute. And then now love- that he scurries and he like walks. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't. Anywho. He's I- a heavy little baby. <laughs> I'm hopeful that next season we get more of this Mandalore action. I really, I mean, I don't think they would, but it would be great to get Sabine Wren. I love Sabine. I would hope Sabine comes back. Oh my gosh. They, they announced so that excited. basically all those shows will have like the the new Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka Tano, The Mandalorian, and I think one of the others. They'll basically have like a crossover Defenders. Event. Yeah, yeah, like a Crisis on Infinite Earth event based on all of them because they all took place in the same timeline at the same time. I love it. Yeah, I want. It. I would. I, want all of I it. would hope season three of the Mandalorian. Um, I hope he goes to find out, you know, what happened to Mandalore if Mandalore really is, you know, destroyed. Um, I would hope Bo-Katan basically tries to help him unbrainwash himself because if you didn't know, based on like um, the Clone Wars and Rebels. He is a child of the Death Watch, and the Death Watch were famously, they, they tried to run, uh, stage a coup of Mandalore. So while they're heroes in his eyes, he is essentially a child soldier, brainwashed from birth to, well, not birth, but you know, from a very young age to only follow this creed. Mm-hmm. So it, it'd be nice to see him kind of, like, see Pedro Pascal's face a little bit more. I know he he's only in the suit like 20% of the time and the rest of it's like stunt guys. Also, that scene at the end where he had to say goodbye and he teared up. Stop like, it. Oh. Stop it. But you don't want to see that. You don't want that. No, 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 like no, that. no. I don't want so. I don't so. want we're no, flying through space. Notice everyone she's changing. And he doesn't even have the cute little ball toy that he's playing with. She's he's just sitting there in his fucking car seat. <laughs> Look at her changing. 
Yeah, I don't want that. No, She's you're right. I don't now. want that. I want meaningful shots change. of the child. Do you see I don't changing? want, I'm not changing. My <laughs> opinion is exactly the same. I don't need to watch him cooing for 30 minutes of a, of a 35 minute show. I don't well, need that. I do. Thank I would you. like them if when they're whatever you, you they just do, want a little nanny cam. Just whenever they do bring Grogu back, I would like to see him like basically do what Carl did on The Walking Dead, where suddenly Carl goes from being an annoying ass baby to being a little badass and shooting zombies in the face. Like, and never what, staying in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like what if there's a, a season <laughs> yeah, what finale with a and, and a little, instead little of instead of Luke showing up in his X-Wing, it's Grogu that shows up to save the day. Mm-hmm. In an X-Wing? And he's just fucking crushing it? droids. And yeah. <laughs> With that cute and he little has his three own fingers droid. and just be like, Kay. yeah, yeah, we I know want it, that it too. works. It works for fucking Yoda. That was the best scene in fucking Attack of the Clones was the Yoda fight. It works for me when he was um, when he was force choking Gina Carano. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was fantastic. Was like, don't touch my space daddy. <laughs> right. She was hurting bitch. you. Yes, I'll kill her. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so I think I think we can wrap up with this. We fucking love Star Wars. We love this show. We're excited about it coming back. Um, I think we're equally as excited about all of the new shows coming up. Well, except for Rangers, but you know, we'll give it a shot. We'll see where it goes. I'm hoping Rangers is more like like if it's with the dad from Kim's Convenience, who I can seem to never remember his name, but make it about like X-wing pilots and. I was hoping, um, I, I assume we'll probably see Bill Burr back in that show. Maybe he becomes mm-hmm. like a good guy and he becomes a ranger of the New Republic. So, listen, I see that. I don't want as it to long, just be about Gina Carano's character. I don't think she's a good enough actress. And I hope that she Disney rec- recognizes <laughs> that she is not a good, a good enough actress to carry a whole fucking show. No. So as long as they realize that, we should be good. Um, we haven't gotten any casting news on that like Steven show yet, Soderbergh definitely realized that after Haywire. <laughs> Great for the action scenes, but right, you, you know, we didn't, but we didn't get, we haven't gotten any casting news for that show yet, right? Nope. All right, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, we go also ahead. got the the news, uh, like we got that end credit scene that we didn't talk about about Boba Fett basically storming um, Jabba the Hutt's castle, where his new guy, um, what is it, his name? I don't remember his name. He's been, it, it's like, it's not the same guy from Return of the Jedi, but it is the same guy who last played him in The Phantom Menace. And he done got fluffy, y'all. He enjoyed that hut life. Yep. Not hut that hut life. He, or at least he was enjoying that hut, li- hut life. Bib Fortuna. That's he, his name. So he got shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boba Fett walks in. He's like him and, and his badass friend, um, uh, Ming-Na, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Fennec. They were mm-hmm. like, this is our castle now. Pow, pow, get out of here, here slave bye. girl. <laughs> the slave girl was like, "Am I your guys' slave now? <laughs> can, <laughs> can I? Can I go? Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. go. I'm gonna go now." <laughs> yep. He was like, "This is my throne. I got all my armor back. I'm a badass again. I so, live here." So, like, I was just as excited when I saw that scene as I was watching Luke go through the hallway. Like, yeah. It, well, I was more excited about Luke. Excited. I was very, I was very excited about man, about uh, Boba Fett. I was also this is a, a a big nerd thing, and this is a Star Wars fan said we've been wondering this since 1980 when uh, Return of the Jedi and, and Empire came out. We never saw the inside of the slave slave one outside of the cockpit, and they finally explained 
how it turns when it flies. Mm -hmm. Like you see the interior of the ship turning, but the center is is solid in one piece. So mm -hmm. like I have a gigantic slave one um Lego thing mm -hmm. and they don't you don't do that when you put it together. So now we Yeah, know. watching it fly was pretty fucking yeah, badass. Yeah, I was like and he yeah. used the fucking sonic bombs that that mm -hmm. they used in uh in Attack of the Clones. Yep. Yep. So it was, it was very a good day for me as a as a Star Wars nerd. <laughs> as a nerd. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was very well done. It leaves me very excited for the other Star Wars shows that are to come. Um, let's just see what they do now. Now we gotta see, we gotta hurry up and wait, right? Because yeah. it's gonna be a minute before. Well, if you didn't know, the Book of Boba Fett has already almost finished filming. Oh, really? They've been filming it since right after the Mandalorian finished. Oh, that's and smart. they got shut down for a little bit. Like Disney knows what they're doing. They know how to like they know that the moment they bring back Boba Fett, it, they're basically printing their own money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they were like, let's get this done. Let's get it out of the way. And I know they've already been filming. So that's probably it'll be more than done. Kind of like how Mandalorian, the first, the second season started filming in January of 2020. Yeah. And they were done before the COVID shutdown. Yeah. Because they have the volume, which is where they filmed indoors and the, the digital backgrounds. They can film pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Do we know if this one's currently filming? If they're currently filming this now? What, or? The Mandalorian? Yeah. No, not yet. I, I'm pretty sure they've already written it out, but at the same time, like everything got shut down for COVID, so they're probably a couple months behind. But we'll probably and everyone's still see doing it different next things year. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not—it's not like it takes. Again, Pedro Pascal is only in the suit like twenty percent of the time. That's right. why he was able to go off and film Wonder Woman eighty-four and all that other stuff. Right, so. but what is? Isn't Dave Filoni the showrunner for Ahsoka? Yes. So. But I mean, Listen, he, he, he can it, do it, it all, all takes place in the same building. All. Like, he can do it all. all right. He's, he's hanging around Skywalker Ranch all the time. All right. Well, with that, guys, basically you, hear, just lives there. you hear how much we love this. Now, let's see what you guys had to say. So, Manira, it's time for your grab bag. Back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, spoiler alert, neither one of these emails is about the Mandalorian because these two bingongs just decided that they were going to talk about whatever they wanted to talk about. So um, the subject line says, been a while. Here we go. Uh, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Mad Monkey, just checking in. First, I wanted to say, keep up the great work. Aww. Um, always looking forward to listening every Monday on my way to work. Second. Listening to the news last week, I noticed Eric didn't mention the addition to She-Hulk with the Hulk and Abomination joining the show. Sorry, Damn, was, he's just coming for you. There was like 800 other stories we were trying to get to and still review a game. He continues. Um, the show um, also... Google it. <laughs> also, My Hero Season 5 starts March 27th. Nobody cares. So now I maybe care. the whoa, other whoa, heroes whoa, 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 whoa. 1A can I get care. some Deku. 
No one cares Anyways. about Deku, but I care about the show. <laughs> Can get some Deku and Red Riot Shine. Laugh out loud. I cannot believe you made me say laugh out loud on air. Anyways, <laughs> um, while you guys are waiting for that, maybe check out Talentless Nana. It's so good, and it's still a it's still still on one season. Okay. Is it Nana or or Nana? Is it somebody's grandma doing something? I don't N-A-N-A. know. N A N A. I would normally say Nana, thinking like a grandma, but maybe it's uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, well, I wanna, or you could be like the ill Nana, like Foxy Brown. So, which is way. what yes. I said. Tell right, right, <laughs> right. us Nana. <laughs> Some would say that about Foxy Brown. <gasps> Boom, burn. Yikes! Is she, she can't Nana? hear me. Is it's all right. <laughs> That's not nice. That's not nice. And stop giggling. Don't be proud of yourself. I hope you choke on that water. I'm just thirsty, Sorry. guys. Just thirsty. It's funny. Okay. All right. So thank you for that. Whatever. Um, the next one goes to <sighs> Corey. Cyber what? Hey, folks. Corey here to talk about cyberpunk a little bit. I just went ahead and got my refund on Xbox. Ooh, um, I realized that wasn't. I realized I wasn't right liking the game. That I was okay. I realized that I wasn't liking the game much. The story was actually getting good, but everything else seemed so dull to me, including the shooting, driving, weaponry, and leveling. Anybody? Anybody? Care it it depends on on you know on your your view of a game like that. Because it, yeah, it's the same yeah. as if like you were playing Fallout or any other RPG. It it depends on what you're into. Okay. All right. He continues. I quickly realized that it's not worth the time to customize guns or craft. It's not. It's one of those games where, like, no matter if you customize a gun and you make it more powerful, you can literally just find one off of a dead body that is yep. probably more powerful than the powerful, one you already. Yep. Yeah, I, I never was a fan of that type of leveling when it came to loot. He continues. Just grab the highest rated stuff and you can easily shoot your way out of any inner counter. Hacking is dead. What's hacking? It's one of the things in the game where, like, I can hack the lights and yeah. make a distraction, or I can hack a, a robot opponent or something like that, or hack someone else's uh, cyber upgrades. Like tech hacking? Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. a, a part of the th- like one of your skill sets instead of just like fighting. There is a way if you wanted to, you can play the entire game without killing anyone. Oh, and like like is- hack like being a hacker. Yes, yes. like being a oh. cyberpunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you can hack that. like you can hack lights. <laughs> you can hack security that. cameras. Yeah, but, and... but the problem okay. the problem with it. Oh, I'll continue. Finish reading because I I agree with his point. Go ahead. Okay, no worries. Sorry, I just I was like, what's hacking? Is yeah, it yeah, not yeah. what I thought it was? Okay, is um hacking is dead because the AI isn't smart enough to let you employ it eventually. Yeah, basically, when you think of hacking yeah, that game, sorry. just think of of Johnny Lee Miller in the movie Hackers doing way too much and not getting any of the benefit. Yep. Yep. This is a hundred percent like, like you get to a point where it's like, why am I bothering? I can just shoot him and keep it yeah. moving. Like that's the problem. Some of those things, like it, depending on how you want to play the game, if you want to mm-hmm. be like a fucking Uber nerd and be like, I'm not going to kill anyone. I'm going to get through with stealth alone. You, you would, you would need to yeah, use hacking Yeah, then it matters. But otherwise. If you're like, fuck this big guns, blah, 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 blah. You shoot everyone. You don't really need to do any hacking unless it's part of the mission. And like, you have to open a door or something. Right. Okay. He continues, you can try to play sneaky, 
but nine times out of 10, you're just going to have to stop, have to shoot your way out of because of guard just standing there and doesn't respond to your distractions. Like you were that saying. Does happen. Yes, yeah. that that is a very fair point. I might circle back another uh, around next year once they patch it up and the price drops. Do we think the price is going to drop? I have a feeling the price is going to drop real quick. Yeah, soon. the price will probably drop before the end of the year, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. But right now, uh, it's a no for me, dog. Okay, wait. Okay, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. This game came out under who? It came out on the 10th. The company is uh, CD Projekt Red. Okay. So games like that usually drop their prices? Eventually. Yeah. I know if after, like, after yeah. a few months, and especially if it um, if it's one of those games where like no one will stop talking about it and they, they put out a game of the year edition, mm-hmm. which a lot of times a game of the year edition will have all of the DLC that you might have had to pay for um, as it came out. They'll wait like six to nine months and they'll put out a game of the year edition where it will include all that DLC in the normal price of the game. So people like me who would buy the DLC as it comes out basically get fucked over. But if you have someone who hadn't played it yet and they were waiting for something like that, they get all of that DLC for the same price that I paid to get in, not including everything that I paid for. Right, DLC. right. The it's a pretty 40, good deal. 40 to 60 extra dollars you've paid for in, in DLC. Yeah. And on top of that, too, a game will hit a certain point where or where the shelf life has just gotten to a point where they will just drop the price. And it depends on the game itself, because a game yeah. like this, you could look at a game like Grand Theft Auto 5. Grand Theft Auto 5 came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. It is still $60 because it is still one of the most played games on Xbox yep. and any console right now because yep. they continue to update the open world. See, that's what I'm used to with um, Nintendo. Like their games, they don't. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't drop prices very often, especially like uh, first party Nintendo games. Like you can go on their thing and you'll see like um, Capcom games or Mm -hmm. Konami games. They'll go on sale every now and again. Nintendo don't discount shit. You pay full price and you like it. Yeah. Animal Crossing ain't never going down. Never. It hasn't. Never. Yeah. And it Um, won't. um, To finish, he says he's out and he says Merry Xmas. So Merry Xmas to you, Corey. Merry Xmas to you too, Corey. Merry Xmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Merry Kwanzaa. Right, whatever holiday you celebrate. If you don't celebrate the holiday at all. Or yeah, if you don't celebrate any, that's cool too. A jovial humanist greeting. So thank you for that. We appreciate you. Whatever, boys. Oh, all right. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, with that, as always, we want to thank you all for listening and watching. Uh, If you like the episode, please rate us, drop a review, subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel or both. Tell your friends, do all of those fun things. You can also follow us on social media. Um, Our Twitter and Instagram handle on is for both is at concentrated pod. Um, next week we are going to obviously be hungover from the holiday, but what we're really going to be doing is talking about Wonder Woman 84 because we're finally going to get to see it from the safety of our own home. From the safety of our own home, um, so in beautiful 4K. So absolutely, we record Sunday evenings. If you've had an opportunity to watch it and you want to tell us what you think, get that feedback in. Um, you can do that through our social media, or you can send us uh, your feedback or any questions, topics you want to discuss, whatever. And we'll uh, post something in the middle of the week to remind you. If yep. you because again, the movie drops on Friday. Um, we'll give you 48 hours, just like we did with this. So yep. you'll yeah. have the episode Monday. Exactly. And you can send us that email to concentratedpodcast at gmail.com, or you can go on our Facebook page. Um, it is just concentrated podcast. Lastly, if you don't feel like typing anything, you can leave us a voicemail. The phone number is 301 
301-531-4393. Again, that's 301-531-4393. As we wrap, we know it's the holidays. We know you want to spend time with your family, but please, please, please. Don't. They're terrible. <sighs> some, some people don't have bad families. Yeah, some don't people like their family. Just, just, you know, you have an excuse this year, COVID. You don't have to see your shitty family. Yeah, don't. But don't, though. And don't. Or, like, unless you live with them, don't. Yeah, utilize yeah. social media, guys. Like, let's let's try to get this shit under control so that we can all get back to some semblance of normal. Um, so or maybe that, this is our new normal. Could be. All right, guys. With that, happy holidays. We will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Peace. Okay. Because nobody was waving or doing the finger thingy. So I was like, well, are we not doing that? We always wave, Manira. Okay. Okay. Bye, Bye guys. Eric Wave. I already did a piece and you guys weren't ready. And- <laughs> Bye, y'all. Happy Bye. holidays. <laughs>